Surprise, surprise, trouble in Florida on this week's episode of Dear Bros. And the age-old tale of a man being strung along by a woman. Hmm. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. And this is Dear Bros. Dear Bro. We rip a couple advice columns from a very famous advice columnist. Yeah. And uh, we give our advice. Our very unprofessional. Fucking did it again. Shitty advice. And Tim is, you know, he's got the shakes because, you know, he's going through a little withdrawals. Apparently. So mine is called Getting Strung Along. Ooh, Jesus. The actual one. Oop, oop, oop. That's not the right tab. The actual one is called A Man Falls in Love with Woman Who Keeps Him on a String. Like Pinocchio. Like Pinocchio. Call him Pinocchio. Uh, Dear Abby, I'm divorced. Three years ago, I met a woman and had a brief relationship with her. She was estranged from her husband at the time. I fell deeply in love with her, but she decided to get back to him. It has been several years, and we have been talking again. She's now divorced, and she told me that she has feelings for me. She's dating someone else, but she texts and calls me at least once a day. I have sent her flowers and gifts for which she has thanked me, but despite all that, she won't date me. I'm beside myself because I'm still very much in love with this woman. I know she loves me too because she has said so. What do I do? I feel like pulling my hair out. Can you offer any advice? Stop. Go. Leave. Get away. Don't. Here's the fucked up thing. She doesn't love him. She is just, she might think that she kind of does or convinced herself that she does, but she don't. And this poor bastard's getting strung along. Uh, and she's just being a fucking asshole. Yeah. I, I don't think I can put it into better words myself. She's, she's kind of a, oh, you were, shit. you were married to somebody. Uh, it, it didn't work out and you were talking with him. Shit happens. Whatever. But then you divorced, you start talking again. She's dating someone else, but she calls and texts you at least once a day. So this is twice you've been strung along. Fucking backup hitter. Yeah. And he da- she dated her before. Yeah, she he dated her before, right? I don't think it says that. It I says think... three years ago, I met a woman, had a brief relationship. Yeah, brief. Okay, brief, brief relationship. Brief relationship. Yeah, this guy's got to stop. Yeah. I, I it, It's easier said than done. This guy obviously has put all his chips in this basket. Which is difficult. A lot of people have a hard time letting go for multiple reasons. Yeah, but, but this seems to be so – he's so in there that he's he said, like, I know she loves me. I Like, don't even say anything else because I know she does. This isn't one of those, like, hey, just tell her, you know, whatever. She's going to find a way to weasel her way back in because it just sounds like she's that kind of person. You just got to cut it off. Yeah, like, I, I can't agree more. I, this is one of those scenarios where I think – if he was watching a friend go through the same thing, he'd be like us being like, dude, what are you doing? Stop. Imagine he's it's, that guy that tries to like be like, don't hold out. Like she might turn, make her mind up or whatever. If you like her enough, you can make her change. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Why? Why would you want to? Why would you want to? <laughs> do you ever see that family guy episode? They do a, uh, uh, they do an intervention for Quagmire's sister. Mm. And Joe's like, all right, why don't we start with you, Meg? And Meg goes, if you like him enough, I think you can change him. And Joe's just like, all right, well, you were the wrong person to start with. <laughs> yeah, this is this is no bueno, dude. You yeah. gotta, yeah, it's cut, it's cut and dry. He's got to yeah. find a hobby. 
cut it off. Don't answer the phone. Block the number. Chew it up. Blow the fucking number up. Just get away. Just that's it. Cold rip, turkey. Rip the bandaid off. Just tell her don't fucking call me. Don't contact me. You've been leading me on for years. That's it. Done. You it don't sucks. even have to. You don't even have to. You know what? I know she's been kind of a bitch in this situation, but you don't even have to be an ass about it. Be like, this no. isn't this this isn't healthy for me. I can't see you anymore. We have to end this. You know what? Done. I don't even because she knows what she's doing. To some extent, she knows what she's doing, yeah. right? Well, to lead the guy on for this long, she, she's got to know. She has to. Right? I think he shouldn't even tell her because she's going to find some way to hook him back. He should just ghost her. Yeah. Just ghost her. Because if he tells her, you don't, she but no, I really do love you. I just am in a relationship. Yeah, and you right know what? Now. She's in a rela- She's in currently a relationship. So yeah. even if you ghost her, it's not like you should feel guilty about that no no there because there would be no reason to be no have guilt over that just just ghost her yeah i i actually agree yeah abby says uh you feel like pulling your hair out because you have been getting mixed messages from the from your love object <laughs> women who love men rarely refuse to date them women who are honest and ethical do not date one man and text and call ex-boyfriends at the same time my advice is to do a 180 detoxify and find a lady who is emotionally and physically available. Dear Abby is right on board with us. Except for the last part. I don't think what he needs right now is somebody else while he's getting over this person. I think that's a fair statement. I think he needs to get back to baseline. I think he needs to get this other person fully out of his head. To be fair, maybe that's what she means by detoxify. Oh, okay. But I think his compass is so fucked up. Yeah. He's not going to know what's which way is going north and might pick somebody like this again. Yeah. That's He's got to kind of step back. Like you ever have a relationship. You look back and you're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was the matter with me? Uh, most of my relationships. Yeah. But yes. So like, <laughs> but you don't, you don't see that when you're there. No, you don't. So Blind. yeah. So yeah, I agree. This was an easy one. Yeah. This was a very easy one. Okay. All right, Andy, what is your topic? Big trouble. Little Florida. The real one is man smells trouble in wife's last minute trip extension. I feel like this one, um, it's almost like this uh, right in the beginning of it yeah. is almost like a trailer for a movie about a hurricane. And the only trail, the only part of the trailer is like when the wind starts to pick up and the sky is casting over, like, we didn't get any of the horrificness that's going to come. We just got the preview of it. So. I'm a little scared, dude. I've been married for a little over a year. My wife took a trip to Florida to get some things out of storage. And it turned into a two-week vacation. She's now traveling back with the in-laws, which I was not expecting. Yesterday, she announced she doesn't want to talk to anyone, including me. And will only text for the next three days during the trip because she's too tired. I feel rejected and like yesterday's news because... And wait. I feel rejected and like yesterday's news because she's hardly calls me and she almost forgot to say goodnight. I don't think this is healthy for our relationship. And I have separation anxiety to boot. Is this normal? Newlywed guy in Iowa. Okay. He asked one question, and it was the wrong one. Yeah. Is this normal? No. 
You should know that that's that shouldn't be your question. That should that shouldn't be the question because it's not nor is it normal for people to be tired and want time to themselves is, on occasion, even spouses. I get it. Yes, that's true. The question should be: Should I have my shit packed when she gets here? Yeah, she's coming with the in laws. She spent two weeks in Florida. There's a bunch of red flags. We can we can speculate till the end of Kingdom Come what happened, but at the end of the day, she doesn't want to talk to you. That's what's happening. She doesn't want to talk to you. You're, you've, you, her husband, have now become a B-lister in her life. And there is a reason for that. And that's Not what you got to figure out. Like a C-lister. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like, think about this. They've been married for a little over one year. Just a year. She went down to Florida to get things out of storage. It turned into a two-week vacation. Red flag number one. Red, really big red flag, right? Huge. You went down there for a certain reason. What? What was her explanation? This is what I'm saying. What? Like, does she have a job? Like, you, you went down there for to get things out of storage. Turned into a two-week vacation. That just you just all of a sudden had two weeks to just burn, and then you got a place to stay. I and mean, you didn't tell your the, husband. She's coming with the in-laws, so I'm making the. Weird assumption here, and she had things in storage there, that she probably went home. He doesn't say that, but I'm assuming she went home. Why else would she have things in Florida, and how else would she be coming with the in-laws? So yeah. I'm thinking she went to her hometown. Yeah. Which means she's a Floridian. Well, that explains a lot. Um, so she announced that she didn't want to talk anymore to anyone, including him, for the next three days because she's tired from the trip. She'd bring the in-laws home, and she doesn't want anything to do with them. Here's the thing, and I hate it. This is not a popular fucking opinion. It doesn't sound like a popular opinion, but if you talk to someone who's like more like takes facts for facts, like this is not good. People go through rough patches. Yeah. But if you're the type of person where you're just like, hey, and not even a type of person, if you're in a relationship and part of your relationship of that is abandoning someone unexpectedly for two weeks not explaining anything to them making them fucking stress for nothing like this you shouldn't be in the relationship i just don't think you should be right because just like i understand if you're going through stuff but what are you putting this guy through he doesn't even know why you're doing this no it's not fair and he's freaking the fuck out it's she clearly doesn't give a shit enough about him to be like listen it's fine or whatever, and then come home and double tap him in the head with the, I want a divorce. She can't even give him that. She's got to be like, I don't really want to talk. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, so it sucks because I, he's asking for advice here, and I don't think he has options as to what's about to happen. No, she, he doesn't. She, she set up the dominoes, and she's knocking them down. She's coming. The advice is prepare yourself, buddy, because like, yeah. you're probably going to get the worst news. He set up his camp. Before she left, and he's now looking around, being like, "There's train tracks under these things." <laughs> it's like, "Well, this is where you picked," and he's just yeah. like, "Uh, uh oh, where's the light? Where's the light from?" And you're like, mm, "I don't know, <laughs> not really sure." Let's go back to sleep. Let's go back to sleep, pal. It'll all be over in the morning. Yeah. So that's my advice: prepare for the worst, and if not, he should. Well, here's the thing: even if she comes back. What if she came back and was like, everything's fine? What yeah. are you talking about? Even if she came back and said everything's fine, there's still a problem. Yeah. There's still a problem. That behavior 
for most people is probably unacceptable. You just like, I was planning on leaving for two days and I ended up being two and a half weeks. I don't tell you why. Oh, by the way, I'm bringing my in-law, my mom and dad home unexpectedly. Also, I don't want to talk anymore. Also, I don't want to talk anymore. To maybe, you. Maybe she's dead. No. <laughs> she doesn't want to talk. She doesn't want to talk on the phone. Maybe it's just some guy with a cell phone at yeah. this point being like, yeah. But that's kind of, yeah. That's that's fucked. It's fucked. It's it's there's, super. It's there's super a lot fucked. of issues there to begin with. It might be time to reassess the landscape. That, that's what I'm. Yeah, I don't think he has an option. I'm saying. No. I'm saying it's done. I'm no. saying that he's get, she's coming home with some bad news. I think the fact that this guy is saying is this normal? He seems like a he's too nice. Because he's clearly not normal. He he's putting it politely. No, no, that's a guy that's like, I should already know this isn't normal. His advice should be like, should I like pressure her to give me an answer what she was doing down there or like how do i go about that he's at like is there a problem here i smell fire like i smell fire when he should have called 911 when it's like, his shirt that's on fire yeah. okay so what does abby say dear guy something's going on with your wife and unless she is usually this uncommunicative her unwillingness to talk with you is not normal do not pressure her or make her feel guilty in order to alleviate your separation anxiety give her time she said she needs to decompress and get her thoughts together when she and her parents arrive you'll have plenty of time to clear the air she she went kid gloves she went because i to be fair i think she also knows that there's not a lot of options in this yeah i think there's no what i think uh, she is doing here is she is basically saying listen if he asks her and she gives him bad answers over the phone his separation anxiety is going to be worse so it'd be easier to hear it face to face. Yeah, it is going to be easier for this yeah. one's rough. This is real rough because there is no, there is no advice. This, this what, what, what do you, what do you tell the guy? Be scared because you're, because when your wife gets home, it's going to be over. That's just going to make him freak out for the next three days or however long it takes to drive from Florida to Iowa. Yikes! There, there is no, there is no advice. There no. is no advice. No, there is. That's isn't. weird. I don't like that. That one made me sad. <laughs> okay, so I have a bonus one. Oh yeah, that's right. You said you had a bonus one. Yeah, and it's only because there, you can't read this one. I have to read it out loud because there's a fucking thing in here where I was like, it, it changed everything. Dear Abby, at age seventeen. Okay, so I'll just read the title. Man lives with name that's not his father's. Okay. At age 17, my pre- <clears throat> my pregnant and unwed mother married a schoolmate of my biological father's. I was given the schoolmate's last name. Several years, several years later, my mother divorced her first husband and married my biological father. They discussed changing my, my last name to that of my bio father, but never did. I recently had a DNA test that, pro- that proved this information to be accurate. My last name is still not the name of my biological father, and I recently learned that the man named on my birth certificate was a rapist, alcoholic, and a bully. I feel like those should have been reverse order of, like, severity. <laughs> um, this is very upsetting, and I would like to legally change my name to that to match my actual father. This is what threw me off. The problem is I'm now 70 years old. Oh, Married with wonderful kids and grandchildren who are proud of our name. I don't want the fake daddy daddies. 
He said, Daddy's name on my tombstone. Any advice for this distressed guy? It's a hard one. I say for this guy in particular, if you don't want that name to follow you to eternity in the eyes of everyone else, change your fucking name. See, I've I have I'm equally split between the options. So I don't know which way to go. Cause I'm genuinely 50-50. Part of me wants to say, you know what? If this will make you happy, you do it. Yeah. Do it. If this is what it takes to make you happy, you're not dis- I'm assuming you're not disappointing anyone in the older generation at this point. So change your name. Make yourself happy. The other side of me is thinking just because you share a last name with someone doesn't make you their son. Be proud of your name, not because that is your lineage, but be proud of your name because that is who you are. And you spent 70 years building up John Smith or whatever it is. So that's why I'm equally and, – and you now have a lineage who they might they might look up and say, you know, I'm John Smith's grandson, and yeah. that might give a little bit of clout. Yeah, so I I'm, agree. I'm, I'm split between the two. I'm equally confused. I have no idea what I would tell the guy if he asked me that in person. I don't know either. Not a clue. That's in the why world. I said this was a good. This was a good bonus. Yeah, good it's job. hard. It is. It's a hard one. It is. All I right. forget your last name, Smith. So whatever. You say, whatever. Dear distressed, talk to your family about why you want to change the name. Perhaps when you hear that the person whose name was thrust upon you was a rapist and substance abuser bully who mistreated your mother, they will be more understanding and less willing to cling on to their name they are so proud of. If not, then suit yourself. I wish you good luck. <laughs> if not, then suit yourself? Then do it for yourself. I think That was said, a weird choice of words. That was an odd choice of words. But I think she's saying do it. Tell them why. And it doesn't matter what they say, but try to make them accept. Well, this it. is the other thing too. Now, like now, if he tells the kids that, then they're gonna feel probably a little weird about their last name, knowing that it shouldn't have really been his last name. Yeah. And now I mean, they're gonna know it. That sometimes matters, though. What if the guy? Well, they have to know something, because the grandkids would know that grand. This guy's kids would have. But they to... might not know he's a rapist and a alcohol that's what i'm saying that's true that's the part i'm saying there's a lot of confusion here it's a tough one there's it's a, lot a toughie of, it is a toughie this is a mind i'm gonna like sleep weird tonight yeah as soon as i saw he was 70 i was like that for whatever reason makes it change a lot because it if this guy was in his 30s it would make more sense i would agree I would for whatever agree. reason but yeah. i think that because it's bothering bothering him still in his 70s that makes me think he really wants to change his name. And it makes it feel like less of a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. And more – but, like, at the same time, at 70, you have built a life as your – I don't know. I'm I'm truly, truly conflicted. I'm vexed. I'm terribly vexed. I'm terribly vexed. Let us know what you guys would do. Would you change your last name? Would you not change your last name? What do you want this 70-year-old man to do? Leave a comment down below. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the little bell notification. Also, we rip these from Ask Abby or Dear Abby. Dear Abby, sir. Dear Abby. 
just because we rip these doesn't mean you shouldn't like her column as a whole. So don't forget to reach out to her too. You can find her column on a number of websites by literally Googling Dear Abby. We don't mean to just steal from her. We're giving her a shout out too. Yeah. Dear Abby's dope. She liked us- our shit once. She did like our shit so once. So I'm assuming that means it's okay. <laughs> I hope. Likes hold up in a court of law. They do. They so do. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, Abby. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah.